1: Welcome
0: back to 32Fans. I'm Alex Chester. Show. With me, as Seems always, is Wheels Wienerker. Wheels, how's it rolling?
1: It's rolling great. I feel like rolling right along. We're, we're up to team five out of 32. Not booking guests was the greatest idea I've ever had. <laughs> yeah.
0: No offense to the guests. They've all been one.
1: No, I mean, the guests are great. If the guests could just, like, show up. If we said, like, hey, we're recording at noon, can you show up and not make a single audio mistake or have any audio issues and we could just place everything together? Yeah think that would have been fine yeah but uh i, I think uh now that, the episode the
0: episode that i posted yesterday which uh you yeah. obviously haven't heard yet because as we're recording i just posted it a few minutes ago uh mm-hmm. your audio went out for like 12 minutes yesterday
1: i don't know what happened my audacity didn't catch uh some of what i was saying
0: your microphone was not interested in the bangles so so i really had to stretch to get to 32 minutes
1: Okay. Well we had the stretch in general. It was yeah. uh we didn't have a lot. I said I had a lot to say about the Bengals and then I didn't, but today uh no one circles the podcast wagons like the Buffalo Bills. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So hopefully we have we have something to say. Uh can I read you um some scores from last year? Yeah. Five, six, nine. Those are consecutive game scores by the Buffalo Bills. Ooh. They lost thirty seven to five to yeah. the Colts. Twenty-five to six to the Patriots and forty-one to nine to the Bears. Now those are three teams. Now that, but they also
0: came into Minnesota as what eighteen-point underdogs. I think they were like the biggest underdogs since the undefeated Patriots season, and they won that mm-hmm. game easily.
1: Yeah, yeah, twenty-seven to six. The strangest game in many years. Yeah, um, they got spoiled a by lot of your times. doppelganger for me. Who's your doppelganger? Your
0: doppelganger spoiled it for me. Remember.
1: Oh, 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 okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, the game, but that's the greatest thing he's ever done to somebody.
0: Yeah, he saved me three hours. Yes, correct. He
1: saved you three hours. He he told you on a Jewish holiday uh, what the score was after you told him not to. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they opened up the year losing forty-seven to three in Baltimore. They had seven double-digit losses. They oddly had three double-digit wins, a couple thrashings of the Jets and Dolphins, and also a thrashing of your uh, uh Minnesota Vikings as you just mentioned. Um, uh, let me let me read you something else, okay? Mm-hmm. J- worst rookie seasons for first-round QBs in in the last, uh, you know, 32, 33 years, okay? The worst? Um, the worst by uh, by DVOA. Okay. All right? I'm going to go from pretty bad to worse, and we're going to see where these QBs ended up. All right, Tim Couch,
0: mm-hmm.
1: not great. Yeah. Josh Freeman got much better but ended up really bad. Yeah. Christian Ponder. Yeah. Josh Allen. That's why we're reading this list. Mm-hmm. Matthew Stafford. Yeah, okay. Was also incredibly young, I believe, when he started. I think he was, yeah. you know, until Darnold last year, maybe the youngest guy. Uh, ended up being good. Blake Bortles. Mm-hmm. Got, definitely got better, but not good. Uh, his doppelganger, Blaine Gabbert. Mm-hmm. Didn't get much better. Still in the league, right? Uh, David Carr. Not Derek Carr, David Carr. Yeah. Now, Mentioned, to be fair, uh, he yeah, got yes. murdered in his rookie season. Yeah, yeah, but so did Tim Couch. Yeah. I mean, Tim Couch was also an expansion QB, basically, yeah. right? So. Uh Donovan McNabb. Oh, okay. Yeah, he was really bad in ninety nine. As were the other ninety nine QBs, but he got better. Ryan Leaf. Ooh. Josh <laughs> Rosen. Okay. And we ended off with the worst rookie QB of all time, Jared Goff.
0: Yeah. Jared Goff was was so
1: incredibly awful that we were convinced he would never do anything. Yeah. So it's not hopeless for Josh Allen, but the odds are against him.
0: Now this is only as a passer or this is all around?
1: Uh, I assume DVOA includes... Because he run. had a lot of value with his legs. Well, he, he took away a lot of value with his arm.
0: Yeah, but I'm surprised that he was that low. You know, I, I would not, if I'm a Bills fan, I wouldn't have expectations that he's going to become a star. But mm-hmm. I th- I would not be surprised to see him, you know, be a, a reasonable, you know, 20th to 25th ranked starter for the next handful of years.
1: Yeah, I mean it's possible, and, 10 and it's not because he, he's very
0: inaccurate. But again, I think yeah. that he can make up for that a little bit.
1: But he'd have to make up for that a lot.
0: Well, I'm not talking about him becoming a star. I'm saying, you know, again, I don't think he's going to win playoff games for the Bills. But I, you know, there's there's no reason he can't be a starter for the next half dozen years if if he can be. Just again, he's adding a lot of. He's he's better than I mean, saw he's better than Tim Tebow. He's worse than Cam Newton. I think he's somewhere in between those two guys.
1: I believe Allen had the longest. Um, Yards, you know, uh, yards per attempt in terms of target last season. So he throws deep a lot. He's yeah. incredibly bad at throwing deep. Yeah. Uh, he famously has a great arm, though. Yeah. Um,
0: well, uh, a powerful actually, arm, but a very Can you? By arm. the way,
1: can you, uh, since we're actually dropping knowledge and, and football facts uh, to start this, this uh, podcast. Yeah. Very, very There's brand. three. Yes, there's three wide receivers in the NFL, uh, I'd say over the last two years, but pretty consistently, who... Uh, go deep more than any other receiver. Their average uh, yards per. T- I'm blanking on the, the what what the phra- phrasing would be, but you know where the target is. Uh, you know, like if you go if you run a 17 yard route, yeah, then it's it's 17 yards. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're so, saying. So who are the three wide receivers in the NFL who go the deepest?
0: Well, I assume that John
1: Brown is one of them, and that's why you're bringing this up. Correct, John right. Brown. So that's going to be interesting. Josh okay. Allen, Josh, they're going to go deep ten times a game and catch one of them.
0: Um my mind is going blank uh the guy on the ravens who then went to the 49ers who would always get the, the pass interference uh calls. goodwin no that's not who i meant
1: okay because Goodwin's a speedy guy who also in theory would sometimes if you're too much tory of like, uh, a Tory smith i was thinking of tory smith okay yeah, well, he's gone yeah T- ted um, ginn i was thinking of maybe that's a good guess too but no the problem is some guys like ginn i think get a lot of screen passes yeah all right so whereas these two guys who are, are the more pure
0: john brown and who else
1: uh, you're going to kick yourself, I think, for both. Deshaun Jackson is an obvious oh. one. Yeah, well, Ted and you know, Rob- Deshaun
0: Jackson are the same person in my head. Yeah.
1: No, but I think Ginn, uh, Ginn does go deep very well, yeah, yeah, and he's yeah, faster yeah. than that was. Guys.
0: But yeah, That was my next guess, but I just... And
1: Robbie guess. Anderson.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah.
1: Um. So anyway, yeah, I think Allen to Brown will be super interesting this year, but again, it will be... Incri- like, Brown uh, is good at going deep, but not necessarily good at catching now, the ball. Cal- and Cal- I'm looking at
0: the strong. depth chart. I don't see Calvin Benjamin here.
1: No, Calvin Benjamin's not in the NFL. Oh wow, Kevin Benjamin sucks. Yeah. Well, oh, he, he that that, uh, that
0: that de-escalated quickly.
1: I mean, he was he never really produced. Everyone hated being in the same room as him. It, yeah. it would be crazy to it, like it's it's he made it one extra. Well, year, I wouldn't say he I mean? never
0: produced. I mean, he had a good season for Carolina. Yeah, but ago. I
1: like it just fell off. Like once yeah. he started ripping on Cam, that great yeah. like preseason, uh, yeah. you know, video of like Cam, you know, basically bullying. Him. Yeah, it, yeah, it's it, Kelvin Benjamin. He did very little with a lot of talent. Yeah. Um.
0: Because, I mean, the receivers here, like, John Brown was always in Arizona, like, a you know, a potential guy who never really came through. Mm-hmm. And you can say he didn't have the best quarterbacks, but again, I don't think Josh Allen's the best quarterback. So, Buffalo, I mean, I'm looking at, I'm looking at Buffalo's depth chart right now. Their starting running back is LaShawn McCoy, and you're like, LaShawn McCoy is really, really old. Why yeah. is he still a starting quarterback in 2019? Because to Frank which I respond to, to you, well, don't worry, because his backup is Frank yeah. Gore. <laughs> it's an old
1: age home. There's what are they grandpas. doing?
0: And then TJ Yeldon's backing up Gore?
1: Yeah, so Yeldon's a- young, but has it doesn't have it. Yeldon's
0: got to be at least, what, 27, 28?
1: No, that's right. only his oh, third Yeldin's or fourth only, year. Oh, Yeldon's turning 26. Okay, wow. Yeah, he, he just never produced. So well, he feels but 26 old is he's old? He's on his way back. out of the league. All three of those guys probably won't be in the NFL next year.
0: Yeah, it's an, it's crazy. I mean, what is it? I mean, because, again, Buffalo, if you're a team and, you know, you're, you're winning the Super Bowl and so you're just trying to drag this veteran for one more year, but like, what is Buffalo doing with their running backs?
1: Yeah. Well, hold on. So last year... They were six and ten, but you take out the Nathan Peterman, Derek Anderson starts, and they are uh, they're five and they're six and six, uh, and Matt Barkley destroyed the Jets. So uh, five and six for Josh Allen, but they're not. You know they're well, well, well below replacement level starters. uh, Peterman and Anderson are gone. They did get some stuff done. Like it's it's not as hopeless. Yes, this is. I, I think this is a fair. Ranking for them because Josh Allen has such a, you know, low ceiling, I think, as a passer. Like, what's gonna Even if this team does what they did last year and they have success against the Jets and the Dolphins and the Giants, like the soft part of their schedule, when they play good defense, they're just going to get annihilated, Like unless that defense is the Vikings. Like they're going to they, they just can't handle, um, you know, an actual NFL defense with a pass rush. I, I see no way that they could that they could get around that. Uh, they really don't have any above-average players, almost on the entire offense. But their skill-position players are are really weak. Yeah, incredibly so. Um. All right. So who'd they add? So the, we talked about John Brown. They added Cole Beasley. Also, who's a, oh, okay third receiver?
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, Cole, Cole Beasley was like made to be like on the Cowboys. I feel like he's gonna go somewhere else and be completely disappeared.
1: Yeah. So it's it's not ideal. Uh, you mentioned the running back situation. The O line is, I'd say, average. Uh, Mitch Morse they signed as a uh, the center from uh, the the Chiefs, and they also signed uh, Quentin Spain. So they from the Titans. So they got two pretty solid inside players. They have Ty Nishikki. I don't know how to pronounce his name. Yeah, is uh, he is
0: he playing? At Cody Ford's not starting for them.
1: I think I thought they were both starting. Did they trade? I thought they were going to trade. I don't know. Uh, and their left tackle is the I'd say it's a league average offensive line, but with higher upside. They also might struggle early in the year because it's such a new mix of people. I think even a bad offensive line returning the same five guys has an advantage in the first few weeks over a line break-in and three new players.
0: Yeah, I mean, but this team is going to be carried to the extent they're going to be carried anywhere. They're going to be carried by their defense.
1: Yeah, so they have an, a, a pretty elite secondary. Maybe the best grouping of safeties with Mika Hyde and Jordan Poyer. Yeah, uh, a, a solid Q, uh, cornerback crew with Tre'Davious whiteley Vi Wallace, and uh, Taron Johnson. Uh, it is a really good secondary. It could end up being the best secondary in the league. I'd say they have an above-average pass rush. Jerry Hughes is the star there. Um, but let me let me read you. So they have they had three top hundred guys last year. Of course, all on the defense. Jerry Hughes. Um, Mika Hyde who we mentioned a safety Poyer's probably just about a top 100 guy too So both their safeties are elite Of course nobody on the offense But number 68 on Pro Football Focus A guy named Lorenzo Alexander Can I take you through his career saga It is wild
0: Lorenzo Alexander. Yeah,
1: so he is he's a month older than you. He's 36 years old, Lorenzo Alexander. Okay. The Panthers in 2005. And he's still a he starting
0: linebacker in the NFL. That's pretty good. Yeah,
1: 2005. I haven't undrafted. been a starting
0: linebacker in the NFL for years at this point.
1: Yes, for years. Well, 2005, undrafted free agent. Same draft. Uh, other linebacker in that draft, Sean Merriman. He's been retired for seven years. He had a full career. Yeah. Uh, you guys drafted, I think, Troy Williamson in the first Ooh. round in that draft. Yeah. So he's been gone for even longer. Okay. Okay. So he makes the he makes the team as a practice squad in 2005, that's it. 2006 he tries to make the team, he doesn't make it, he gets waived. The Ravens sign him for 5 days and cut him. 2006 still the Redskins sign him and they put him on the practice squad. They have him playing defensive line, inside linebacker, outside linebacker and tight end. They're trying to convert him to tight end, okay? So he's on the he's on the practice squad all year. He makes the team under Joe Gibbs in 2007, doesn't play much and then 2008 makes it Uh, both these as an inside linebacker, not a tight end or anything like that, under Jim Zorn. He's had a lot of funny coaches. Okay? Plays a little bit as a backup in 2009. Starts to get a reputation as a good special teams player. 2010, Zorn gets fired. Mike Shanahan becomes the coach. Jim Hazlitt makes him an outside linebacker. They convert him to an outside linebacker. Okay? uh, He starts in 2010, loses his starting job in 2011. Shanahan brings him back and makes him an inside linebacker. He makes the pro Bowl in special teams. He's still only been a starter for one year in the NFL. They offer him a pretty nice deal. He basically talks to his agent. is going to accept it. He comes back, and they say, just kidding. They cut the deal from, like, $8 million to $1 million. So he says, no way, and he goes to sign with the Arizona Cardinals. You still following? It's yeah, riveting. Mm-hmm. It's 2013. Okay? So he signs with the Cardinals, Immediately tears his ACL. You figure, oh, this guy's like his career's over. He's the odds of that of him ever playing again are probably pretty slim. He's an aging backup linebacker just towards ACL. They move him back to inside linebacker. He loses starting job, becomes a backup. 2015, goes to camp with the Cardinals again, doesn't make the team. Jack Del Rio and the Raiders, they sign him, they make him a backup. Okay, again, one year now. He is, he is, uh, 11 years into the NFL, he's been a starter one time, he has an injury history, I'd say like 1% of those guys even make a 12th year. The Bills sign him, and he gets 12 and a half sacks and makes the Pro Bowl. The 2017, he plays well, and last year, like he, got, he was better, not as good as 2016, but better than 2017, and again, one of Pro Football Focus's best 70 players in the NFL. This is a 15th year now, 15th year linebacker, has only started for a few of those years. One of the most unlikely careers in the history of the NFL.
0: I mean, congratulations to him. It's impressive.
1: Yeah, that's really wild. Lorenzo Alexander. Nobody had heard of him until twenty sixteen. And he's there's really I mean, uh, there's really no precedent for But like linebacker a
0: is the position where you'll have guys who I think emerge the latest. Uh yes. It's it not is. uncommon. I, or you have guys like a Samuel you have guys who even they might be a starter for a dozen years, but they don't all of a sudden get pro Bowl recognition until they're in their mid thirties. Right. I'm just but, saying, uh, like, it's all, I feel like it's the peak also good of your career you is the be, latest for mm-hmm. either linebackers or quarterbacks
1: outside quarterbacks I'll take and running backs are
0: obviously the complete opposite
1: yeah the opposite uh I'll, I'll go with quarterbacks I'd say centers age pretty decently but I'm with you I think I, th- I don't think that's crazy um I I just think like this team could be much worse this coming year I, I, the offense is so underwhelming to me is there anything you like about this team? Is there is you you know other is there any reason to watch on Sunday, other than like to see what Josh Allen's up to, see him you know run like a maniac, throw a few bombs, but, I mean, throw a weird if, interception? If I can
0: be honest and with all due respect to your team, there hasn't been a reason to watch an AFC East team other than the Patriots
1: for twenty years. Oh sure, I would uh, you know I, yeah. I can't argue that yeah. Um, I also like that their third string quarterback is just the new Ty- uh, uh, Josh Allen Tyree Jackson who was the University of Buffalo quarterback who is has a better uh, they say a better arm than Josh Allen but is less accurate. <laughs> They've been they were saying that before last year everyone yeah. said like oh he's the new Josh Allen and then uh, they thought maybe like he'd have a big year and he would actually be a first round pick. He ended up uh, I believe not getting drafted. Uh, and because he was so inaccurate, but he, they're like, oh, we have, he's literally a clone of, uh, of Josh Allen. And now he's, he's the third string. Matt Barkley somehow reinvented his career and is, and is the backup. Yeah. That's not ideal. Uh, I mean, no, I mean, I, I think it would be funny. I would love to see Tyree Jackson play this year. I do think that would be entertaining.
0: Yeah. I mean, they just got rid
1: of their Jackson last year, so. um yeah so the other okay so john brown we discussed cole beasley the other starting receiver zay jones probably one of the worst players in the nfl he sucks yeah uh they did always sign a, he, he's always
0: you see him on the waiver wire when you're looking for a wide receiver in yeah he's,
1: he's always near the waiver wire yeah. i don't know how how they uh you know give him the average like oh seven point eight points but then he gives you zero yeah and you're like wait and you have to check like did he play yeah like yeah why did he have no targets it doesn't yeah. make any sense uh, but something did, something good did happen to their receiving core last year. Robert Foster, if you remember, the last couple weeks of the year had hundred yard games. So he may end up. I don't even think on the depth chart he's listed as a starter, but he may end up being their best receiver. The other interesting receiver they signed is Andre Roberts, who was a Pro Bowl uh, returner for the Jets last year. The Jets did, I think, was a smart thing. They knew they weren't going to contend. There's no reason to spend money on special teams. They had the num- by far the number one special teams in the NFL last year. They the Pro Bowl kicker they let go and they signed the kicker who ended up retiring last week and they literally don't have a kicker right now and they're talking they're they they're talking about Blair Walsh uh, and the returner they don't really have one either but I just think that's a system thing right it, unless you're Devin Hester unless you're Cordero Patterson usually it's the same special teams coaches that get. Um, you know, the same – when the Jets had Mike off, they had, I think, 11 straight years of a kick return for a touchdown with, like, 10 different returners. It's So I, I wouldn't – Andre Roberts, who was never a pro bowler in his whole career, becomes one at, like, age 50, I wouldn't resign him. So congratulations to the Bills on that. The front seven, we mentioned Jerry Hughes and Lorenzo Alexander, but they have Shaman Edmonds, Trent Murphy, Jordan Phillips, Starlo Tolule. It's really stacked. They really don't have uh, – uh, Matt Milano, I guess, if, is a weakness if there is any. They really don't have a, a serious weakness in the in in the uh, front eleven. Um, do you know who their defensive coordinator is for the Buffalo Bills? Yeah, no, Leslie Frazier, your old friend. Oh, okay, congrats. Brian Dabble, who's who's been on every team in the uh, AFC East except the good one. Actually, maybe he has been on the Patriots. I'm not sure, but he's certainly been the uh, coordinator, or QB coach for the Jets and the Dolphins. Also, is the is the Bills OC. Sean McDermott uh, so huge first year major bounce back last year traditionally a coach who has a good first year and then a bad second and third year does get fired but I don't feel like McDermott unless they're like they have the number one draft pick I don't feel like McDermott's in jeopardy do you think McDermott is in jeopardy (sighs) I
0: mean am I impressed with him as a coach no does that mean the Buffalo Bills are going to fire him I just what expectations can they have Right, like if they go six and ten, are they going to say, "Well, we have to fire our right, coach"? yeah. No,
1: they had a six and ten team. I agree. By the way, yeah. uh, the, if you are wondering at home and you weren't, the Patriots uh, Dable was on the Patriots for many years. Oh, also, he has a thank long, God. long stint on all four uh, <laughs> AFC teams. Uh, you know what? The, the Dable is only forty four. He's been in the NFL for like fifty years. Uh, I feel like if he had hair, he'd be a coach, but he's like a fat ball guy, and he's got he's not a, he won't, he's never been a head coach.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's been fat ball guys before.
1: I know it's tougher. I do think. I, I, I do think it helps if you are uh, if you're better looking.
0: Yeah, I I, w- I wouldn't classify the thirty two NFL head coaches as a particularly attractive bunch.
1: No, but I, I think. A- and by the way,
0: and we're at the peak of attractiveness all time because of McVeigh and some of the other young, you know, King- Kingsbury and some of these other guys
1: who are just. Yeah, but Andy Reid, I feel like loses some points every year. You know, yeah. Gase Adam Gase is a really weird looking guy. Yeah, Lafleur is good looking. The Packers new coach is good looking. Yeah, not bad. T- Tomlin looks like Omar Epps, obviously. So that's not bad. Do, do you think Lafleur Le- pees his pants before he has to speak to Aaron Rodgers? Like, there's <laughs> no way that's a normal relationship. Like, Rodgers has made it clear he is like an NBA style coach killer. Yeah. Every every question at every press conference. Well, I don't know if you can LeFleur. call
0: him a coach killer because it took him a long time to kill McCarthy.
1: I know, but I but he I think that's like his that's his thing now. Like, yeah. I am a coach. Just the Packers having a coach whose first name isn't it Mike is gonna be very confusing to me. Yeah, it's been it's been I think the entire century, right? Yeah. Well,
0: no, they they had Ray um they had the one year of Ray Rhodes. Ray Sherman,
1: or oh wait, Ray Rhodes or Ray Sherman? Didn't Ray Sherman have, was the Eagles. Ray Rhodes was the.
0: I thought they had that one year between, but between Holmgren and Sherman, didn't they?
1: I don't remember. He I'll went eight eight
0: for them, and then he got fired. He mm-hmm. was from the Eagles, but he had one year at the Packers. I thought like ninety six, ninety seven, something like that.
1: Yeah. Uh, well, they had Mike Sherman. Obviously, but yeah, Ray Rhodes, you're right, 8-8, eight eight, yeah. 1999. So, yes, yeah. they've only had, other than the Philbin interim uh, last year, oh, they've, only, they yeah, they've, they've only, only had Mike's m- since Mike's.
0: 1992. Since, basically, we became That's fans crazy. of the NFL. Yes. They have not well, had a no, coach, had been a fan not for named years. Mike, yes. except for the one year of Ray Rhodes where they went 8-8, eight and, eight, and now yeah. LaFleur.
1: Lef- and Vince Lombardi's real name, Mike. People don't know that. Yeah. <laughs>
0: You've actually got me to click on his name to see. No, now it's, it's not. Thomas. It's not. But yeah,
1: Forrest well. Gregg, their other famous coach, Forrest Gregg's f- first name was Alvis, not Forrest. Yeah. Uh, Forrest was not a nickname. It was his middle name. Yeah. Uh, the more you know. Do doo do. Doo. Yeah. Uh, do you want to do the Bills schedule?
0: Yeah. Who's doing it? Me or you?
1: Uh, you do it. Okay.
0: But does does you do it mean me asking you or are you asking me?
1: I think you do it means you ask yourself. Oh, so you just sit and twiddle your thumbs. No, 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 I'll ask you. I'll ask you. I just thought I was calling up the schedule. Okay. So the Bills uh, have, uh, you know, I like the weird weird schedule quirks. How about this? From now till November 10th, the Bills, well, not now because they have to play the preseason games, but from next week until November 10th, the Bills leave the New York area, and I don't really think Buffalo's in the New York area, so technically they don't even go there, but they leave the New York area one time between now and November 10th because they open at the Jets and then at the Giants.
0: Well, okay so you know and then five of their it, next is that seven the only week- NFL team that plays in New York mm-hmm. plays each of their first two games on the road at New York which means at New Jersey
1: yes yeah yes so, so the, and then yeah. the next seven weeks one road game one by five home yeah. games
0: but yeah so but yeah they only have one game between now and November 10th that is not either in New York or officially a home game for New York
1: yes and because yeah. the East plays the East this year uh their road trips. If you're if you're looking for frequent flyer miles, Tennessee not so bad. Cleveland yeah. not bad. Miami not bad. Dallas by far the worst. Pittsburgh not bad at all. New England not bad at all. I mean, they do not travel yeah. not a lot of miles well, for those. They those don't travel this year. west of Cleveland more yeah. than once now, a year. So
0: if you're like a bill scrub and, and you're just on the team to like you know get miles, it's yes. not ideal.
1: Well, I don't think the players get their own miles because they're not flying. They're but flying I, when I
0: travel for back. business, well, I guess if they're flying on a
1: charter, they're flying private. Like they're not on flying on Delta and yeah. JetBlue. Yeah,
0: no, but in life, the best case scenario is when someone else is paying for your flight or hotel, but you get the benefit of the.
1: Points. Yeah, that is good, but yeah. I don't think I don't think that's the case for Josh Allen and Zay Jones.
0: Yeah, well, right. I mean, yeah, I'm sure that the, yeah. Well, I, I right. don't know how much is Zay Jones making.
1: I mean, I think it was a high enough draft pick, probably a million dollars. Oh, really? Oh, okay, all right. He's doing all it. right. So well, let's do it. Jets and Giants, their first two weeks.
0: What By the way, I'm, I like how the uh, Bills game against the Patriots in Week 16 doesn't even have a time. The time is TBD.
1: Oh, uh, I'll tell you why. I think. That they did a smart thing this year with the Saturday games, the Week 16 Saturday game. No, but that's a Sunday game. No, I think it's not. I'm going to explain. What they did was... Oh, they can shoot them? They, they last couple years, they had like two 430s one year, which was insane to have dueling games, or one 430 and 8 o'clock game. But because you have to decide the Saturday games beforehand, they weren't always good games. And then you were stuck... It's fine to be stuck with a bad game in week three, but it's weird to be stuck with a game that literally doesn't matter in week 16, right? Then only the fantasy and the gambling people are even paying attention. Yeah. So what they did was they designated like six different games that can be Saturday, but if not, will be Sunday. So that's why it's TBD. I it's see, actually yeah. a smart move. So they're, yeah. they're sort of uh, they're, they're stacking the deck so they'll have meaningful games on Saturday. Good job by the NFL. It's been a key the schedule expert. All right. At Jets, week one. Is um, this a loser leaves town match?
0: I mean, the Jets looked so a bad great in week loss. one
1: last year in Detroit, right? Yes, the Jets. I mean, the Ryan Jets Shana are the best week one like team. That? Yeah, the Jets are the best week one team in the NFL. Yeah, they win every year on week one, and the Mets, the Jets, and the I Mets. Mean, I mean, I week
0: suppose one. that. And by the way, I see they play the Jets week one and week seventeen, and then they go a, a long uh, fifteen weeks in between without seeing them. So yes. I I guess that. Uh, I guess they'll split with the Jets, so I'll give the Jets a win in week one.
1: Okay, uh, so at the Giants. I mean, they could be coming home two and These are these. This is a very fortuitous early season schedule. It gets really rough. Uh, yeah. Now, if end.
0: you're a real New Yorker, you have to mm-hmm. root for the Bills against the Jets and the Giants. Yeah. yeah. Now, of course, I'm a New, a New Jersey New in New Jerseyite. I don't even know how to say it.
1: But I asked uh, Eric, who who the uh, host of this podcast, when I was yeah. in New York, if he was in New York, and he said, yeah. Hmm. I'm like, oh, great. And he's like, yeah, I'm in, with my wife at Cornell. She's doing her doctorate or whatever. I'm like, no, you're not in New York if you're at Cornell. Sorry. Yeah. If All right. I'm going to say that the Bills
0: are going to beat the Giants <laughs> in week two, even though I think we had the Giants beating the Bills in week two also. But By the so way, you your, have former, your former co host, Ari Gold, who's not even like a Homer Giants fan, he says the absolute worst case scenario for the Giants this year is 8 and 8.
1: Homer Giants fan? I'm yeah. He's um, not a Homer Giants oh, fan. Yeah, so yeah. What is he smoking? Why does he like the Giants? I'm not sure.
0: I don't know. Now, I, I, I sort of. Uh, Every single year in my wins pool, every single year I pick the Giants. And every year they suck. Because every year in my head I'm like, well, they're not going to go worse than 8, eight 9, and 7. Right? They and might
1: not even it. go in your pool this year because only 30 teams get picked. Yeah.
0: Well, n- not if we have uh, Adam Gleish or Ari Gold in that pool.
1: Yeah. You yeah. should have Gleish. Like, give him the first pick and just let him, yeah. <laughs> let him go buck wild on the Giants. Yeah. Um, okay, so you have one and one. You have them beating the Giants. Yes, I do. All right, so now they come home for the Bengals.
0: I guess that's a win also.
1: And then they come home for the Patriots. If you, if you give them a win here, then I'll be a little surprised.
0: Uh, yeah, no, they're not beating the Patriots. Two
1: and two. Two and two, and they go to Tennessee. Two and three. All right, they have early bye, then they host Miami, Well, they're taking Philly. off for the Jewish holidays. Yes, they're taking off for yeah. Sukkot. And then they have Miami, Philly, and Washington at home.
0: I'm going to give them like 1.27
1: wins in this In this season. Yeah, I understand. It's tough. It's tough. Yeah.
0: So I'll say, you know what? I'm going to give them a tie. They're gonna. They're going to tie with the Dolphins. They're going to wow. lose to the Eagles, and they're going to beat Washington.
1: Oh, I love it. Okay. So they're three, four, and one. Can you imagine if you, if, if you like, then you're a witch. If you, yeah. if you, if you get this right. If the Bills so <laughs> and
0: Dolphins tie, because a Bills Dolphins game, there's not gonna be a lot of offense. So if that game goes to overtime, mm-hmm. it's gonna tie.
1: It will be hard. In a ten minute overtime, it's very hard to score yeah. if you have. Alright, so offense. they're
0: three, four, and one.
1: Yeah, th- three, four, and one, and then they go to Cleveland and Miami.
0: Yeah. Um, well, I mean, Miami obviously needs revenge after that tie. So, mm-hmm. By the way, as a rule, I think the Miami-Buffalo uh, game in Buffalo should always be the end of the year. Because I love to see those Dolphins have to play in the snow.
1: Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah.
0: You want to see a bad quarterback in the snow. Yeah. All right. So uh, I'm going to say that they're going to lose. I want to see lose. if it's
1: Patrick's beard with snow. They're on. going to lose both of these games. So they're 3-6-1. and one. Okay. So the season's over. Then they host Denver. Yeah. It's a really soft. I mean, you have two tough games at home, the Eagles and the Patriots. and yeah, is an easy schedule. It's so easy. It gets a little harder in December. There's a, All right. They're going to beat Denver. They're 4-6-1. and one. The, At Dallas on Thanksgiving.
0: Yeah. Um. You know what? They're going to beat the Cowboys in Dallas. Five, oh, that six, would be a one. delight. Yeah. Ruin some
1: Cowboys fans Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah. The weird thing about the about that 4.30 game, I don't know when you eat on Thanksgiving, I f- but I feel like everyone's already eaten by the time that game starts. Like, you're eating during the Lions game.
0: No, no. Nobody's starting eating at noon.
1: Yeah, people start eating at, like, 3 o'clock. No, that's
0: crazy because early in the day on Thanksgiving, you go out. You, you know, you, you go to a parade or you go – you don't get home until, like, noon or 1 o'clock, and then you start mm-hmm. preparing the meal. You're eating at, like, 5 o'clock.
1: Okay. Uh, all right, so that but you you have them so it's five six and one so the season is not over yeah uh, they host the Ravens the schedule is tough now
0: yeah uh, Lamar Jackson will um, and Josh Allen I think will combine for two hundred yards rushing in this game but we should put that in
1: right. our uh, in our sort of football questionnaire we have to do yeah we'll have more rushing yards in the December eighth <laughs> yeah. uh, Ravens Bills game Lamar Jackson or Josh oh we
0: got to put together one of those things oh that's annoying
1: yeah we I'll do it um then they then it gets really rough so you have them losing to the Ravens. They're five seven and one. Five seven and one. Then they go to Pittsburgh and New England. Yeah. Uh, five eight and five nine and one. And then you have them beating the Jets six nine and one. Not such a nice yeah. season.
0: Six nine and one. You know what? A dramatic improvement of half a game over yeah. last. Yeah. No, year. for sure. I yeah.
1: think McDermott says. Uh, Is that, that me, enough to keep uh, him to get him to keep race. his job? I think so. I think he keeps his job at six nine and one. Yeah. They have a guy named Connor McDermott. Is that his son? Do you just get to put your son on the team if you're...
0: No, no, no. What you do when you're a coach is you make your son a position coach. Yeah, of course. Well, no, no, no.
1: You make him a quality control guy. Yeah. You should do what uh, a, a friend from high school I had, uh, his dad did with... Uh, he, was a, he was a New York City politician. And, like, there's nepotism laws, so you don't you can't give your son a job, so you call up, like, the the other, like, assembly yeah, person it, or it's whatever. It's like a trade. And you say, like, hey, do you have any I hire relatives? your son, you hire my son. Hire, yeah, exactly. It's uh, um, a sun swap. A sun swap. Yeah. Uh anyway, he is Connor McDermott. The by the way, speaking of soundtracks, when, yeah. when is that Matt
0: Damon movie coming out about the Yankees bullpen, guys?
1: Every 90% of the movies that go on like deadline.com, hey, they're wow. making that movie never gets made. They're yeah, just cool. buying the rights to it. I mean, that, we that would never see happen. that movie
0: the first weekend. So I don't know what they're waiting for.
1: I would also be really bad. We would definitely see it and do a podcast about it, but I don't think anyone would care. So is Connor McDermott related to Sean McDermott? I will say his brother. Is the your long snapper, Kevin McDermott mm-hmm. for the Vikings. So are they related, yes or no? Yeah, they have to be. Nope, no relation, even though oh. it's spelled the exact same wells. M, small c big D, Hermit. Yeah. Uh yeah. that's surprising. What it, yeah, that is surprising. He's six three oh five, so don't try and beat him up. It will not work.
0: <laughs> How many minutes <laughs> are we? How at? many NFL players could you beat up? Me personally. Oh, I okay, think let, zero. Let, me revise. let me revise. Oh, I've got a you great question me, for you. You and I've me v- com- you and me combined. Mm-hmm against an NFL player. Is there a single NFL player that we could beat in a fight? Can I tell you a fun that?
1: question in the, in the census that's similar, uh, in yeah. the Renap census? Um, the question is, could, if you were cloned, and so it's a, it's just two of you, uh, pretend it's two Chesters, equal strength, equal everything. Could you and your clone beat up Robin Akiva? That's a yeah. good question for the census, right? No, I, I you, like you're going to say yes, but the, the question isn't could you. Uh, I mean, the question for you is could you, but the question for us is what percentage are going to say yes. Yeah. So I'm not sure. Probably 80% will say yes. Um, <laughs> anyway. I mean, with
0: all due respect to you and Rob, neither one of you is too physically imposing.
1: I don't think either of us have been in a fight in a while, yeah. other than like maybe a Twitter fight. Well, I haven't um, been in a fight either, but yeah. We're, we don't even get in Twitter fights. We're such wimps. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, wait. So listen to this. Here's my – it's a great question. Um, not, to be, not to be sexist um but there was a lot of discussion of like who could the u.s well, women's the way nat- all
0: non-sexist questions begin of course
1: yes that's how they been. like could the u.s women's national team who could they beat in terms of men or whatever i'm not here to discuss that i'm here to discuss the wnba so like a big three team like gilbert arenas and and uh, royce white and all those guys obviously they would beat a wnba team you know by 50 points i, I don't yeah. think anyone's gonna argue that three Here's my five. question. No, 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 it would be a big five too. I'm just saying, like guys who are no longer in the NBA, who are retired. Yeah, maybe who have 40 been in the NBA old, in the last couple of years. Paul yes, Pierce, whatever. People have been in the NBA yeah. in the last decade. Yeah. At what age would a team of NBA Hall of Famers no longer be able to beat a W? I don't. Now I'm wondering why I asked this question. But uh, it would be no longer Bob. be able to. Oh, it was such a good question. Also, <laughs> and, and and it's great because because I'm sure some women were getting mad at me, so that worked well. All right, that was perfect. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs>
0: 18 plus.